episode number six of the Eliza Licious Show. I'm your host, Eliza Jankowski, a business administration student, yoga teacher, a marathon runner, and currently finishing my plant-based nutritionist degree. I'm here to help you to achieve a healthier, happier, and more sustainable life. I'm also the creator of the Eliza Licious Show Instagram account, where I post delicious and nutritious plant-based recipes. If you haven't checked it out, please do so. That's at Eliza Licious Show over on Instagram. I hope you all had a wonderful week of good vibes and I'm so grateful that you're tuning in with me today. So let's get started. Today's episode will be all about nutrition. Nutrition is super, super important and that's the reason why I decided to do a nutritionist degree because I noticed that you can change so fast And when I say change so fast, I mean, you can integrate a healthy diet and you will see the results immediately. Nutrition has so much power and we don't even know what we can actually achieve. But when I started to eat a vegan or a whole food plant-based diet, I noticed that I recovered much faster, my performance was better, and I, I, I just had so much energy. And... In general, food is there to keep you alive and functioning, but the optimal food helps you to achieve the best performance and the longest possible lifetime in good health. There is so much more and you can simply achieve that by having a healthy and good diet. Let's start with the poor nutrition. Poor nutrition means low nutrient foods. That means high energy foods. For example, foods with high caloric intake and not so many nutrients. And also large portions. When I say large portions, I mean you eat way too much and your body can't absorb everything. So you actually waste energy for digesting the food. And also irregular eating times, dehydrating and unhealthy fluids. And when I say unhealthy fluids, you guessed it, sugar, yes. Sugar is a huge problem when it comes to drinks because you put more calories in your body that you actually don't need and you function much better when you're hydrated. Optimal nutrition means nutrient-rich foods. So for example, vegetables, fruits, whole grains, all that stuff. You get so many nutrients and they have a lesser or they have a smaller capacity of calories and i'm not saying that calories are good or bad i'm just telling you it's more important to have a look at the nutrients nutrients are our elixir for the life then the portion size like i said the poor nutrition means large portion size and optimal nutrition means appropriate portion size. Don't forget to eat regularly and hydrate. The goal is to go from a poor diet or from poor nutrition to optimal nutrition. How do we get there? I will explain that in a second. So first of all, the eating schedule. Make it consistent. You can choose if you want to eat breakfast, lunch and dinner, if you want to have snacks in between, If you do some sort of intentional fasting, intermediate fasting, you can do whatever you want as long as you do it consistently. And this is the key that you are in line with yourself and that you know, okay, I might skip breakfast today, but I shouldn't forget to eat enough. 
and that I don't overeat. Just because I skip breakfast doesn't mean that I should eat the double amount for lunch. Start by seeing what is my pattern, what works for me, and then start from there. The second thing, the key nutrients. You might know that we have micronutrients and micronutrients. Micronutrients are carbohydrates, proteins, and fat. And the micronutrients are vitamins, minerals, you can also say fiber, and water, or uh, hydration in general. The protein is there to support your growth, your muscles, your brain. And that's something we all know. When we do sports, we should eat a lot of protein to help our muscles grow. Carbohydrates are there to fuel our body. It's our energy source. But it also includes fiber, and fiber is really important for our gut health. But I will talk about fiber in another episode because it actually is a really important thing that most of the people don't know of. Then fat, the last macronutrient we have. Fat is there to support our joint health. It is anti-inflammatory, but you need to double check what kind of fat are you eating. Try to avoid trans fats and saturated fats, but if you want to know more about fats, let me know and I will make a full episode on fats. Eating fat doesn't make you fat. It's the same thing when you say, blueberries turn me blue. Have you ever experienced that after eating blueberries? Were you blue afterwards? No, you weren't. So it's the same thing with fat. So when you eat fat, it doesn't make you fat. It just depends on what you eat. And it's not just the fat. Fat is essential for our brain function, for our joint health and so, so much more. Coming to the micronutrients, vitamins, for example, the vital function, vitamin means life. Vitamins are there to keep you alive, to keep the immune system strong and healthy. And it protects your body from disease. So especially nowadays with a COVID pandemic, make sure you get enough vitamins in that you can cover your overall vitamin profile. And if you want to know more about that, you can go to your doctor and make a blood check and they can see if you have any deficiencies. And if you have some deficiencies, try not to buy the first supplement you can think of. Try to search for foods that have minerals or the vitamins that you need. It's much more important to get the whole food instead of supplementing everything. Try to include all these things in one meal. This is the key. So I'm not saying that every meal has to be perfect, but this should be your tendency. The tendency should go to a whole meal, whole, mostly plant-based meal. Even if I'm doing a plant-based nutritionist degree, I'm not telling you that you're not allowed to eat meat, that you're not allowed to eat milk or anything else. I'm just telling you that it works for me and I never felt better. If you want to know more about a plant-based diet, you can also check out my recipes and you can get some ideas. It changed my life. Number three, foods. So when we talk about proteins, what kind of proteins can I eat, especially in a plant-based diet? We have beans, for example, we have lentils, we have tofu, 
we have tempeh. Tempeh is fermented tofu, or you can also ferment something else. Um, I remember when I was in Sweden, I had fermented chickpeas, or you can have fermented peas. There are so many crazy things out there, but they taste delicious. And fermented foods are really good for your gut, just letting me know. Then we have carbs. When you eat carbs, make sure that you eat whole grains. When I say whole grains, I'm not talking about white bread. Even if it looks dark, check what's in there because sometimes they use raisins or something to make the, the bread brown, even if it's not a whole grain. So double check that. And whole grains are, for example, oats, brown rice, quinoa, couscous, a whole wheat pasta, and yeah, there's so, so much more. But double check that it's real whole grain and not something else. Then we also have fruit and vegetables. And there, for example, apples, berries, carrots, corn, and so on. For fats, make sure that you eat healthy fats. And when I say healthy fats, I mean, for example, almonds, flax seeds, walnuts, chia seeds. There's a huge variety, but try to open up for new things and try new things. I always like to mix my oatmeal with different kinds of seeds. Sometimes I like to use flax seeds, on the next day I like to use ham seeds, on the next day I might use some linseeds. There is so much out there and it's so good for you to try new things simply because every seed has different amino acids and the more amino acids you get, the better it is. So we are always seeking for the biggest variety of different amino acids and the easiest way you can go simply by choosing chia seeds today, linseeds tomorrow, and the next day, I don't know, hemp seeds or whatever. Because then you get a huge variety of, of different amino acids. And this will provide all the vitamins, minerals, and everything you need. Make sure that your food is as colorful as possible. Colors are always a sign for antioxidants. So for example, you have blueberries, you have mango, you have strawberries, and you already see three different colors. And then you could also add some kale, add some peanut butter, and add some, you can just add some water or some soy milk and make a smoothie. And you already have a colorful meal or a snack. It depends what you eat. Number four, the portion size. The portion size increased over time and that's one of the key reasons why people are obese. I read something really interesting. I didn't know that, but I will share that with you. McDonald's, for example, they started to increase their portion size. And today you can see a difference from 500%. 500%? That's so much. I couldn't believe it when I, when I read it. I mean, 500% is so much. And when you see the burger, for example, they get bigger and bigger. And then you have a salad and I have the feeling that they get smaller and smaller. I mean, I haven't been to McDonald's, but that's just what you see in the advertisement and what you see on the streets. And I'm just really sorry for everyone that we are in this gap, that we're tangled in this whole marketing strategy and we don't really know how to get out there but what you can do is to try to integrate some healthy foods 
Coming back to the portion size, for proteins, for example, you can use one palm. For carbs, you can use one handful of potatoes, for example. For fats, you can use one thumb, so you could use one tablespoon, for example. And for fruits and vegetables, you could use one fist, but um, I think it doesn't really matter because it's always better to integrate more fruits and vegetables. It doesn't harm. And I, I just snack on fruits all the time. So when I come back from a run, first of all, I will eat a banana. Then I might eat another apple and then I start to make my real food. Simply because I like fruits and it helps me to get quick sugar in, but sugar in a good way. Number five, hydration. Why is hydration so important? Simply because 75% of our body is just water. And so I hope now it makes sense that dehydration has such a huge impact. We get headaches, we have muscle pain, fatigue, reduced athletic performance, and so much more. Simply add a glass of water after every meal, after every exercise, try to find something like a routine where you know, okay, I wake up and I drink a cup of water. Okay, I uh, write to university and I will drink my bottle of water when I arrive. Easy things to integrate, but just try to remember that it's important to stay hydrated. When I say hydrate, I'm not saying that you should drink added sugar fluids. I'm talking about water, tea, or lemon water and try to reduce sugar and cream intake when it comes to your drinks. And you can actually track if you're dehydrated or not simply by checking the color of your urine. Um, the darker your urine is, the more dehydrated you are. All right, let's wrap this up by summarizing some of the key elements of today's episode. First of all, Try to integrate nutrient-rich foods instead of high-caloric foods. So try to cut down the processed food. Number two, set a goal and create a plan. If you want to achieve a healthier life, if you want to achieve a healthier diet, you need a plan how to get there. And this should be the base. What can I eat? How can I do it? How big is the size? And I'm sure that you can easily do that. But even if you have the goal to achieve this healthy lifestyle, make sure that you allow yourself to put some milestones on the way. You shouldn't just change your whole life from today to tomorrow. Try to start by changing your breakfast and then you could change your lunch. And at some point, you can also change your dinner to a more healthy and nutrient-rich diet. The third thing is to make it a habit. Habits are really important because you start to simply do things like integrating nutrient-rich foods into your diet instead of just eating whatever comes. An eating schedule can help you with that by knowing when to eat helps you to actually eat when it's time to eat. And then you learned what the key nutrients are, so you know how to 
form your meal. So if you start with a breakfast, you know, I need proteins, I need fats, I need carbs. And then you can see, okay, what do I want to eat today? Then you also need to make sure that the portion size is appropriate and don't forget to hydrate. Hydration is really important because sometimes you get hungry because you're dehydrated. So before you eat even more, try to drink a cup of water before you make yourself a meal because sometimes we are actually not hungry and we simply want to drink some water. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. Make sure to let me know how this episode resonated with you by tagging me under at Show over on Instagram. That's where you can also send me a DM if you have any questions or suggestions. If you want to know more, make sure to head over to elizalicious.de where you can find the show notes for each episode. And please make sure to pop over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. And hey, if you like what you hear, check out my Patreon page where you can support my work. I appreciate that so, so much. Big thank you to Tanya Nocella for graphics and music by Temple Hayes. Have a wonderful rest of the day and I'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.